Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Drive Time Sports. Here on the Buzz Radio Network, Rick Schaefer standing by Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from Central Arkansas. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Well, good afternoon, Randy Rainwater. It's um, unusual times we're in, and um, we'll keep talking about sports even when they're not being played, right? Correct. That's right. A lot going on today. Well, yeah, I'll we let say, you take it away with the uh, lead. Yeah, not much. But I'll lead with... Uh, the announcement today by the Southeastern Conference that all spring uh, events that includes championship events have been canceled for the remainder of the 2019-20 athletic year. And in addition, all spring football games are canceled. There will be no pro days conducted by SEC institutions. Other uh, athletic events and activities, including team individual practices, meetings, and other organized gathering, uh, regardless whether it's required or voluntary, remain suspended through at least April the 15th. And I would suspect, again, with the CDC announcing the eight-week period where 50 or more shall not gather, I would suspect that will be extended out uh, till mid-May, and by that time, obviously, school will be out. ACC made the same related announcement today. The ACC and the SEC were the only two of the Power Five conferences that yet to make a determination uh, regarding uh, spring activities, but once uh, Arkansas and uh, the SEC made that announcement. Uh, the ACC followed suit rather quickly. And the other big news, and I, 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 Joe, I thought I heard tears coming all the way from northwest Arkansas. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing uh, that a certain friend of ours will jump bandwagons now. No, you know he will. <laughs> you know he will. He will well, no longer, here, here, he will no longer be a patriot, but he probably is going to end up being a Buccaneer fan based upon no, 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 all the no, things no, that no. happened today. No, 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 no. Hey, you know, Randy, it's okay to be a sports fan, right? Okay, my loyalties in baseball I've made very clear. I grew up a Cardinal fan. I wanted an American League team. I like the Orioles. For years, those are the only two teams that you could say, I wear whatever they, you know, I wear a T-shirt or a hat. When David Glass brought the Royals, he's an Arkansas-owned. I didn't know him well, but I did know him well enough. I pulled for him, and when they won, as they were building, even before they won, I really wanted the Royals to win. 
I've become kind of a, more of a Royals fan maybe than the rest of them right now. I don't know. It's because the Royals so NFL, won more recently. That that's right, yeah. and I and yeah, I, I I like them. Now they haven't been in the playoffs. The Cardinals have been in the playoffs like, since the Royals have. The Orioles are terrible, but I'm 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 not going to abandon them. But now in NFL, the reason I liked the Patriots was because they never elevated anybody above the rest of the team, including Tom Brady, including some of the other superstars they've had. So I always liked that. And uh, whereas some teams, it's like, uh, let's look at the Cowboys right now. Oh, you got to pay Dak Prescott. They never, they haven't won anything, but you got to pay him. Well, the, the Patriots win all this, and nobody's saying, well, yo, what if this guy leaves, or what if that guy leaves? Well, they just replace him. So I still kind of like him, but and my world's not going to end. And Tom Brady can make whatever choice he wants to make. It's going to be really interesting. But my thought was, when all this happened, is Bill Belichick is going to do everything he can to prove how great he is, regardless of who the quarterback is. And Tom Brady is going to do everything he can to prove how great he is, regardless of who the coach is. And it's really kind of silly. And you know what's going to happen in about five years? They'll bring Brady back to New England. And they'll retire his jersey, and everybody will just cry and weep and all that kind of stuff. And uh, that's that's the way it's going to play out, don't you think? Kind of like the way you are right now, crying and yeah. But 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 I'm okay. Hey, whoever wins the Super Bowl next year is going to be fine with me. How about you guys? Now, see if the Steelers don't win, then it's then Joe's just kind of well, okay. But I wish it was the Steelers. And if Green Bay doesn't win, well, it's okay. But I wish it was Green Bay. I really don't care who wins, so it's okay. is that not okay? Okay, you made your political statement for the time being. <laughs> political? Well, attempt at, yeah, attempt to take that at face value. All right, some other news let's get to real quick. I mean, there's been a flurry of activity today. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts, Philip Rivers comes to an agreement. Uh, one year, $25 million. Kind of surprised just one year. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is on his way to Carolina, three years, $20 million. Mari Cooper got his deal done last night, five years, $100 million. Oh, my gosh, really? Wow. These numbers For the Cowboys, obviously. Yeah. Minnesota uh, traded Stephon Diggs to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Vikings get the 2020 first round pick, 22nd overall, 2025th round pick, 2026th round pick, and the 2021 fourth round pick. If I remember correctly, uh, in the NFL, you can only go two years out on uh, your draft picks. Um, and, of course, Bills gets digs plus a 2027th round pick pick. Uh, Jason Witten uh, looks like his 16 years are over with the Dallas Cowboys. He's on his way out to Las Vegas. He can He's still going to play? Really? That's what it says here. Isn't that something? Because he so. retired, came back, and you th- I thought he came back just because he thought the Cowboys could go to the Super Bowl last year. Now he's going to go to the Raiders? Really? Yeah, he says he wants to, he wants to stay. Wow. Uh, play at least one more year. Interesting. Uh, let's see. Drew Brees, two years, $25 million per. And I always love how they put in here team-friendly contract. 
But he, you know, he could probably command at thirty-five million, so he leaves probably ten million on the plate. And then uh, the Kentucky Derby has been postponed to September. The precise date is September, September. the fifth. Now, wow! If you heard September fifth, that is the opening, uh, the big opening for college football. Oh my god! The gosh. Kentucky Derby's obviously going to be run on a Saturday. Well, here's wow, a question. Wow. For, hey, for those of us who are not big into horse racing, but I do like watching the Kentucky Derby, is it now the third leg of the Triple Crown? What about the other two? Are they going to be in October? Uh, they could Isn't be that... subject to change, I'd have yeah. to believe. What if they run one of the, the other two before them, before the Kentucky Derby? Wouldn't that be weird? Could they do it? Yeah. Could they? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, aren't these run just about, uh, what, three weeks apart normally? Yeah, right. The, the but the crown. Kentucky Derby's always first. What if it's they said, well, the Preakness is, we're going to leave the Preakness right where it is. And then just think how long the gap that would be. Would that be late May or early June till September? Well, then you, you also have the Breeders' Cup later on. In, oh, that's after uh, all of September, them, isn't it? September, October. Yeah. Yeah. That's, generally speaking, hey. that's that's... Hey, it's in football might be season, I think. Might, might be Christmas Day this year. <laughs> you never know. I mean, who knows? Uh, let's see. This one kind of flew underneath the radar. Did you did you read this headline the other day? Uh, Baylor's hearing with the NCAA infractions panel set for April. Uh, they don't set a specific date. Obviously, the schools will know when they're supposed to appear before the infractions panel they kind of keep yeah. rest i guess underneath the lock and key but um what's interesting well, is was this now going to be suspended i'm not sure how many are you gotta uh, believe it change of venue a date you gotta believe it I mean, you're not gonna have any sports so now you're gonna call them in on the carpet it's, yeah. it's kind of like what we were talking about yesterday what does mlb do with the red sox they, they were supposed to have this they were supposed to have this thing done before spring training started then it was during spring training now there's no baseball probably till late May at the earliest if then what what do they do and so the NCAA is going to call Baylor in and say hey by the way all athletics were suspended but we, we want to talk to you about the, your violations well gosh you, you don't want more than 10 in that room anyway so I would think that would <laughs> that's right. Good. I guess. Good um, point. Now, now, this is maybe the strangest request that I've ever made on this program. Yeah. Okay. And um, I was commissioned today uh, to come up with dog names. Dog uh, Carrie's names. Dog names. My, my beautiful okay. bride. So you got uh, a new dog? Got the call this morning. Got the call this okay. morning. Went and picked up seven more puppies. Wow. So Really? I'm in it's charge great. of coming up with names. They, I need both male and female. Male and female. There's seven okay. of them. Male and female. So right. just kind of put your thinking caps on. If you would help me out, I would appreciate it because I've got to turn my homework assignment in tonight. And um, well, well, Randy, uh, in all fairness, uh, we have seven dogs. You have more than that because you foster them. Uh, but we have seven dogs. And one of ours, one of our oldest ones, this was 13 years ago, we named him Ripken. And so we have a dog named Ripken. And so why don't you name one of yours Brooks? Oh, that'd be good. 
Well, yeah, I like that. Because Brooks, he's an Oriole, but but he was from Little Rock, and I figure you could name another one, Babe. Right? Yeah. That, yeah. And you have Brooks. Yeah. You have Brooks Robinson, Babe Ruth. Yeah. Well, let's see, I've got um, Judge. Breeze. How about how about Judge? That's, That's a pretty good one. Bad one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Trying to help you out here. Rocky, Dak, Jordan, Cam, yeah. uh, Bogey. <laughs> Bogey, Thunder, Rocket, Chief, yeah. Cove. What do those have to do with Raven? Have, okay. Jet. All right, sports. Yeah, okay. Duke. That's great. Now we got to think of some female no, names. Yeah, Mario. How about, Serena? How about Serena? I think she's going to do that one. She mentioned okay. that one. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, she's down. as good as it gets. Yeah, she is. Let's talk to mm-hmm. Mike. I can call one of them Navy. <laughs> you could. That's right. <laughs> or Army. Yeah, no, it's Navy. No, hey, well, hold on. Those two, those two would fight once a year. <laughs> they do. When we, when we, when we won that fight this year. So that, that's up the, uh, safely in, uh, in Appalachian, as we speak. But, yeah. <laughs> no, I respect all the military captains. I, you know, my family has every military branch covered. So, you know. Uh, we're only enemies on one day, for one day. But, uh, you know, Randy, uh, you know, Matt, my Panthers, Matt, Matt Rule, this new head coach, which I, you know, I'm wasn't crazy about hiring. He's dumping contracts right and left right now. Uh, they're in total rebuild, it's apparent. Um, you know, and my worst fear was that because of the two, you know, uh, most likely spots for for a breeze to land or a Brady land with uh, L.A. and and, and Tampa Bay, and sure enough, you know my uh, we're gonna have to face Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, and Tom Brady all three twice a year this season. They all they're all former MVPs. So you're figuring we, Brady, you've already, you've got him located we just, then. We just signed a career backup as our as our starting quarterback. <laughs> You know, and well, the only, the only reason why Mike that makes sense is Joe Brady, uh, who was now or most recently um, um, LSU's yeah, ring quarterback coach. He yeah. worked with Bridgewater at least one year, if not two years, and so Bridgewater, the kind of offense they want to run is the same kind of offense that is being run right now in New Orleans. So I, I understand that. that I, but that, I mean, that doesn't make sense. It, I mean, I realize Cam's had some injuries the last couple of years, but golly, I, 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 to me, he's a much better quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater. Right. Well, I, I, a healthy Cam, he's, not, he's definitely not better than well, healthy, healthy Cam. Cam yeah. Right. I mean, but, healthy you know, Cam. I, I can't imagine Brady signed a more than a two or three year contract with, with uh, Tampa Bay. I'm, I'm thinking probably maybe at most three years, maybe 75, 80 million. You know, which, which is way more than his market value is way more than he ever made in New England, you know, for a year. But my opinion on why he probably chose the Bucks over the Chargers, who everybody said the Chargers were a no-brainer with the weapons they have. They got Hunter Henry. Um, they got a pretty good defense. Uh, my 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 opinion is with the coaching uh, differences. Bruce um, Arians is a you know players coach. He's good. And he was, he was he was Peyton Manning's uh, quarterback coach when Peyton first came to the league, and I coached him a year when uh, Chuck Pagano had the cancer or whatnot. 
So he he's an offensive uh, quarterback coach guy, type guy. You know, Anthony Lynn, he's a good coach, but he's, he's kind of like a more of like a strict disciplinarian type. You know, kind of like kind of like uh, Belichick. You know, I mean, I mean, I wanted to get away from that kind of kind of style uh, of coaching, and you know, guy that'll 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 give him more, a little more freedom to do you know what he wants and open things up. Uh, Arians is a you know let it fly type guy, you know. So, um, uh, hey, uh, last time I hang up, listen, guys. Um, is uh, uh is Clint gonna be on today? Tomorrow night. No. Oh, tomorrow. Thursday night. I'm okay. on track of days, believe it or not. Thursday night. Do you have, do you have the info uh, guru on? That'll be tomorrow. That'll be tomorrow. Okay. Okay, Thursday I'll just go back tomorrow because I have a, que- I have a question for either one of them, whichever one comes on first. Yeah. Well, right now, first up would be Chris Turney's tomorrow at 530. Okay, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll go in and I'll, uh, I'll talk to him. You got it. Very Thanks, good. You, Mike. Okay. So, Mike's got... Uh, Brady definitely going to Tampa Bay, huh? Is that are they the leaders? I don't know. Well, uh, Colin Cowherd made that so-called announcement today from sources that that's where he's headed. So I see. Okay, you know that that's got to be a you know as even as I we were just talking about you know Brady and Belichick would both try and outdo each other to show that they could live without each other and and uh but, but you know obviously brady's not at peak anymore he's going to be 43 years old this year so that makes a difference but um you know it's just it is hard to imagine him playing for somebody else but that happens so my next question you and joe are the nfl experts and marcus when he's on who do you who are the patriots going to have a quarterback next year what's that rumor well stidham is the backup i don't know if, they'll, if you they'll think you think they'd make him the starter well. Uh, is he? Is he that? I mean, I remember him at all. Hey, Rick, that's your team. You should be telling us what they're. I don't know. You be. guys know. You guys keep up with this. I don't. Andy, so Andy Dalton now might. Be Andy Dalton. Well, I'm just telling you. They're going to let Tom Brady go for Andy Dalton. I'm just telling you what you asked. Okay. You know, I give you an answer and then you sit there and shout well, at me. Well, well, no, I'm, I'm just surprised. You just basically fulfilled. You just made. Yeah, John I made my day. I did. Why is that? Yeah, because you shouted. him. You said you couldn't believe <laughs> you ever shouted. him. By the way, thanks to um, Bob from our Keithley service company, Life and Feedback. Well, let's get to Stevens first. Uh, dog, seven dwarfs. I guess we get to all the dwarfs. There you go, sleepy, day, what? Yeah. Bob says, D-Mac, Felix, Scotty, Corliss, ah. Nolan, Benny, Dave, that sounds like some wow. familiar Well, some of these are some of these are female dogs, though, right? Yeah. How, what's the number? What's any. the breakdown? I don't Do you know. know? Uh, I, okay. I, no, she needs to tell me the mix. Okay. We are lacking for ladies' names, right? I mean, now. we're here on a sports calling show. Other than Serena, I can't even think of anybody. Can you? I can think about it. Lexi. We could call uh, Danica. Lexi. Danica Patrick. Danica. Yeah. 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 Lexi Thompson. Hey, guys. Good afternoon, um, Johnny. Yeah, I mean, we once called a, a female dog girl. That never hurt. <laughs> okay. Great. Yeah. Hey, um, wouldn't be bad. Yeah. But, you know, one thing, though, I got to tell you guys, that, or y'all, is that um, I, I stopped watching Major League Baseball, a lot of the modern stuff, and I'd rather go on YouTube. 
And last night I went on YouTube and found the 1972 Game 5 of the National League Championship Series to hear Al Michaels' call of Johnny Bench's home run Hmm. and then the um, wild pitch by Bob Moose that scored George Foster for the Reds to get the, the World Series. Well, that's great. You know, we've got plenty of time with no sports going on, so if you'd like to get more details, go right ahead. <laughs> well, no, oh, yeah. Here's one for you, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. Here's one for you, Johnny. This was off of MLB.com. It says, one classic game to watch online for each team. Mm-hmm. And you can go to the MLB, MLB Vault on YouTube, and that's where you can find these as an example uh, for Baltimore, uh, September the 6th, 1995, Cal Ripken Jr. becomes baseball's new Iron Man. That's a good one to watch. Um, he had a home run in that game. Yankees, That's pretty amazing. For the Yankees, it's, as Derek Jeter walks off in his final game at Yankee Stadium, I thought they would play the um, well, what about a World Series game of Don Larson. Well, what about a World Series winner? What about the game where Derek Jeter made that just incredible play at the, the plate? Pants. No, oh, yeah, where, the, where the defensive yeah, the play, yeah, right. Well, I watched um, part of Game 7 of the 1968 World Series. And then, oh. I mean, you know, and one thing, oh. George Kill broadcast the um, home games for the Tigers in yeah. that series. So I watched yeah. them at Game 5 hmm. where Bill Freeman blocked Lou Brock off yeah. the plate. He did Because slide. Brock had a tendency to hold up. Um, But uh, anyway, yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there. But, Randy, I got to tell you before we go, we have an advantage in White County with the coronavirus because we live in a dry county. Mm. Mm. Okay. Hope that that works for you. Hope it helps. (laughs) (laughs) Drive time sports will continue in a moment. To be a part of the program, call 433-1037 in the Little Rock area and 1-800-477-1037 from all of Arkansas. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. By the way, did you see the story about the uh, four Brooklyn Net yeah. players. Mm-hmm. So that's six Pet, NBA uh, guys. Positive, yeah, yeah. For coronavirus, wow. Yeah, and, and you know we can all go. We can go back to this again and say the the two Utah Jazz guys testing positive. Basically, that changed everything. In fact, mm-hmm. I, I read an interview with uh, Mark Emmert today. On, on you know we don't always have to agree with people to say if they're in a position of authority. They have to do what they have to do, what they think is best for the organization. I think we can all debate what poor communication they did during this thing. But sure. as far as making the actual decision, that was a that was a big factor. When those guys pest, tested positive, that really started the cycle because I think at the, until that happened, they were serious about playing the NCAA tournament with no with no fans. They were serious. They were going to do it. But when those two guys tested positive, that put everything in motion for uh, the cancellation of the NCAA basketball tournament. Once they did that, then every major sport had to stop and say, okay, what are we going to do? And, and, of course, the NBA also suspended its operation, I guess, before the decision on the NCAA basketball tournament. 
But though, those two guys testing positive, and of course now four with the Nets, and that's that's the other thing you have to because of the when you get close to somebody with this virus, I guess that's how you catch it. And so those guys are in the locker room together and everything else. So there they are, four guys on one team. Now here's the question, Randy. I have not been able to get an answer to. I, th- I may have raised it yesterday. Where are the Utah Jazz players? Have you seen anything on that? I would assume they are quarantined in their own homes. Well, why would they? How could they do that? Well, how could they do that? They took them off the floor at Oklahoma City. What this happened, the guy that tested first was in his hotel room feeling bad. That's how they found out he had it. So then they went to the so dressing you're room. They're quarantined right now in, in um, Oklahoma City. How could they go? How could Oklahoma they go to Utah? City? I don't know. But how could they go back to Utah? Are you going to say they're going to take their traveling party with two of them that we know have this and put them on an airplane and send them back to Salt Lake City? Oh, I don't know. They they they, they could because they've all been exposed separate. to it. They've all yeah, been exposed they, to it. And, and what about the the Thunder players? Now they're at home, but. Once they were exposed to it, do they get to be quarantined in their own house or apartment or whatever they have? Or are they collectively somewhere? I haven't seen anything on that, have you? Well, I know they're in isolation. They're not they're not together. Right. But we don't place. but we don't know where. That yeah, we know the no. Thunders they're all gonna be in Oklahoma City somewhere. What about the Utah Jazz? What about their players? And does that include their coaches, their trainers? Their strength guy, their PR guy, their radio guys, or their TV guys, are they, are they all somewhere in Oklahoma City? Do you think? Got me. That's Got I, me I think, on that one. I'm wondering, with all of the sports media out there looking for anything to write about, <laughs> I'm surprised nobody has asked that question, aren't you? Well, I would think the guys that were... I don't know if it was the locker room or the media room when Rudy Gobert first did that yeah. touch in the microphones and all that yeah. stuff. You know, yeah. I haven't heard what happened to those guys in, in specific know. or ladies and, and whether or not they've been quarantined. I, I don't know. It's a great question. Hadn't been a follow-up, at least, that I've seen. No, and that, that that would be a Wall Street Journal or New York Times or somebody. You would think somebody of in a, in a national position or ESPN. You know, you would think somebody would be looking into that, wouldn't you? You would think so. I, a, I haven't seen a, a word about it. That's a so major I, story. Yeah, and I'm gotcha. not exactly a, a big-time journalist. It's not like I can go chase it down. But, uh, again, my brother works at the Houston Chronicle, which is a big newspaper. I asked him last night. He doesn't. Have, he has no idea where they are. Hmm. All right, joined by Hoop Scoop, Kevin McPherson of Arkansas Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Wow, Kevin. Uh, we are, in some regards, trying not to just regurgitate some things over and over again, but we uh, do kind of keep coming back to the, the same topics over and over again. But uh, there was some news today, at least uh, concerning the transfer portal, that looks like Arkansas is going to be uh, dipping their hand, and that is if any decide to come to Arkansas. But there's some pretty good candidates, it looks like, in the transfer portal that uh, Eric Musselman uh, could get a chance at. Yeah, there's a lot of players coming in, coming through the portal. Uh, a lot of guys that Arkansas's already contacted. You can go ahead and assume that Arkansas is going to reach out to most most 
players coming through there. I know that sounds uh, – well, I say most. There's 280 that are in there. Most guys that are going to be high major targets, you can, you can go ahead and pencil targets on as, as at least going to reach out uh, to these guys. Um, but that doesn't mean it'll go much further than that. Uh, it's a numbers game, and so the idea is obviously address what you think are needs or possible players that are an upgrade, uh, maybe even in a position that's not necessarily a need. Uh, and, you, and, and you go ahead and, and reach out because, again, the attrition works both ways. It, it's not just all these available players to you, but you may, you're going to lose some players. That's just how it is for most schools now. And so you, you can't, recruiting is, a, is a, a constant swinging door, you've, you, a revolving door. You've got to keep going round and round with it. Uh, but I think especially now with the nature of the free agency feel with college basketball, it's only gotten you know more pronounced every year. And something Rick just talked about, I want to touch touch on this. The, originally when Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, uh, when they were talking about those guys both testing positive, especially Gobert, my understanding was, and I didn't hear any follow-up on it either, was that they were going to be quarantined in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. But, but what about the rest be, of the team? Where, where, where Are the rest of them there also? Because they right. were all exposed part, to it, right? Those are the details that never spilled out or came out or that that I were – and so I haven't done a lot of searches, to be honest. I just have thought about it a couple of times and didn't follow up on it myself to try to find out what happened. I just remember hearing that was the original plan, was that they were going to be quarantined there and not travel back. That's, that's what I remember hearing and, and never heard more on that. Also – just a few minutes ago, I saw that Kevin Durant has yep. tested positive coronavirus. Yes. He's one yes. of the four um, Nets. Mm-hmm. So and he wasn't even there. active this year. He wasn't active. But then here's the thing. You know, uh, my son, who uh, just started a, a gym membership, didn't understand why the, well, the doors were locked and the sign was up. They couldn't go in there. I'm like, that's, one of the, that's probably a place where if you were going to get it, you could get it because <laughs> everybody's touching the equipment and there's, you know, sweat to create all this stuff. I mean, you know, I want to get gross, but. Uh, I, I think as each day goes by, everybody's lives are impacted outside of sports more and more and more, especially with schools. And here's another thing I wanted to just mention since we're on the air. Uh, the, the spring signing period is supposed to run April 15th through, the tw- through May 20th. Yeah. Because the NCAA has enacted a, a recruiting dead period, it doesn't, you know, that we knew involved, you couldn't have on-campus visits or off-campus visits in recruiting. They've also said that there are no national letters of intent to be signed during the dead period, which runs through right. April 15th. Yep. That applied more to football until the 15th when basketball and other spring sports came into play. But my thing is, when April 15th gets here, and unless they decide to somehow open up some parts of recruiting, if they continue to make that a dead period, I'm wondering if they're going to also say that national letter of intent signing will remain as part of that dead period like it is right now. Um for, for, you know, for the purposes of signing, I would think that could be done online. I'm not sure what the purpose is of making that part of the dead period. I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to figure that out on my end, and I don't know if y'all have answers to that. But from my vantage point, I don't know why that would be. I don't know. Who knows a lot of the decisions? We, we don't know about the letter of intent. And, and here's another one that throws you for a loop for next year's recruiting class. The April 4th ACT test has been moved to June. Uh-huh. So when you're looking at who's going to be eligible, because you you have to be eligible to make a recruiting visit, right? Well, now right. what what if you haven't made your ACT score? You thought, well, hey, April's when I'm going to make it. Well, no, it's not. 
Uh, I think it's June. I'm not sure they even gave a date, but that's I the earliest. June the 4th. June, is it? Okay. So that's the I think it's June 4th. That's the next time. That's two months. So um, that's a pretty significant deal, too, for those who haven't quite made their score yet. Uh, this, makes, this makes this makes total sense. I'm, I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Kevin, but this just popped up <laughs> on my Keith Lee service got me live feed feedback. Randy says, where are the sick NBA players? It's a yeah. HIPAA violation to release any information about a person's health. That's probably why no one can say where they are now. Wow. Interesting. Makes sense, though. Hmm. That's a good point. A lot of times you'll see players put out their own information for whatever reason. You know, they think you know they think it's good to go ahead and not have a rumor and different things. But that that is theirs right. on their accord and their accountability. If they don't want to put something out, I guess it makes sense that they have protections where certain things they don't want out won't necessarily get out unless they're somehow leaked. Makes sense. Makes yeah, sense. it does. It does. Yeah. So that that's a very good point. It'd still be, you don't have to know their condition or anything. It'd just be interesting to know, I guess you can't even know where they are, huh? Right. And I'm not even saying location like they're at the local Marriott. I mean, just are they still in Oklahoma City? Yeah. Right, right. Hanging out at the, local, <laughs> at the local bar and grill. You know, we can go see them there. All right, hang on, Kev. Uh, that's Kevin McPherson. Better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. It's Gut Check Time. Drive Time Sports is back on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater, along with Hoop Scoop, Kevin McPherson of Arkansas Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. I got this from our uh, guru, none other than Trey Shep, uh, said uh, they, meaning Utah, they brought in charter buses and bused back to Salt Lake City. Actually, mm. a correction. Uh-huh. They used two charter planes, one for non-symptom players and one for those showing symptoms. Wow. And the 2020 PGA Championship at TPC Harding Park has been postponed. Officials hoping for a rescheduled summer date. That uh, event was to be held in uh, San Francisco. So, Randy, what do you think if you're the uh, pilot or uh, flight attendant on that flight that has the ones that tested positive? Right. Wouldn't that be I a joy, I'm, wouldn't it? Huh? Yeah, well, I hope they were warned in advance. And they could, you know, <laughs> I'm sure they probably were. But ask or something. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know exactly. And they kept them away from them, I'm guessing. And yeah. they kept them, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. put them way back in the back of the plane. Probably. Um, Kevin, it seems like, going back to this transfer portal, that um, one in particular I would think would be – a high priority for Arkansas, and that's Kevin Marfo. He played for Quinnipiac. Uh, 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 yeah. Yeah, And he led the nation in rebounding, right? Rebounding, yeah. Get him. Get him. Go get him. <laughs> yeah. He's he, a he, very attractive target. Yeah. He, he's a 6'8 guy, um, obviously averages double-double. Led the nation in rebounding, um, and you know, 
rebounding is 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 much about effort and and some guys just have a nose for the ball. You know, you hear that and you're like, well, what does that mean? Some guys just anticipate really well, and there's there's a, a a large portion of just effort and and figuring out a way to beat the next guy to get it. You know, Dennis Rodman wasn't, you know, he wasn't a freak athlete as much as he was. You know, people thought he was a freak, whatever. But one of the greatest rebounders ever because he just wanted to get that basketball off the rim. And um, you know, anybody that averages a double double um, and leads the nation in rebounding would be someone that would fit at Arkansas, right? Because they're on the other end of the spectrum as a team uh, and didn't really have um, a volume a volume rebounder like that or anyone that projects to be a volume rebounder like that. Let's talk with uh, Kim. Kim, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sport. Uh, thanks for having me on your show. It's been a while, but I listen to yes, y'all every has. day. Yes, it has. Good. Thanks. Well, thank uh, you. Rick, Randy, what I had a question about was the Dallas Cowboys. I was wondering if you knew how much Dake Prescott to make next year, and if you think they might try to sign Atlanta free agent tied in Austin Hooper, and I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Hooper has gone to Atlanta. He's off the market. And $31.6 million appears to be the going rate right now for um, Prescott. Dak Prescott. That's what the franchise tag. Yeah. That's what the franchise tag. tag. Yeah, or, or he, right, they could do correct. that, or they could extend him. And Yeah. But evidently they've offered him at least $35 million a year, and he turned it down. Gee, come on. Yeah. Man. I think he's probably trying to angle for $40 million Well, heck, yeah, because, like you know, if it is so hard to live in Dallas on $35 million a year. I, I don't know how you yeah, could I, even I think, think about so. it. Yeah, yeah. What about those poor baseball guys right now that's uh, – they're getting nothing. Yeah. I guess you saw where MLB clubs are uh, donating a million dollars to their employees, and we're talking yeah. about – Stadium workers and so forth and so on. Right. I think that's a great move on behalf of MLB. Yeah, I do too. And some players have done that. Uh, George Springer, mm-hmm. the Houston Astros, did gave a hundred thousand dollars for employees and things like that. But still, they're how far will that go? When you're talking about uh, for the MLB a million dollars, that's great and that's a lot of money. I understand that, um, even though we've been jaded to those type of numbers. But you got thirty teams. How many employees? You know, how, how far does that go? I, I don't know. Sure. Uh, speaking of spring plans, uh, what does this do, Kevin? I guess the uh, summer circuit, it's basically on hold. Yeah, everything's on hold right now. And the, 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 the class that gets impacted the most is the 2021 class because they just finished up their junior season of high school. This is the the, the money spring and summer for the for the players that are going to be seniors the following school year because this is really the last time that they're going to get the kind of exposure you know through these live periods but where there's volumes of uh, college coaches coming out assistants head coaches at these various events because coaches don't recruit the high school scene in terms of evaluation like they do in the spring and summer where they can really go out and see the best play the best they can see multiple games in a weekend. So they get to see players play multiple times in different matchups. That's the class that gets impacted the most here because this was their last hurrah. 
Uh, so just like everything else, we saw how the senior, the seniors in college basketball didn't get to finish the postseason. There's question marks about the finish to their career. Well, for the for the recruits, the 2021 class is the one that's going to really be affected the most by this. I noticed uh, on Twitter a great get by the University of Arkansas at Fort Smith. They got Peyton Brown from Walden. I mean, this this is a scoring machine. A great get, in my opinion. It really is. You know, they're they're a strong Division II program. Uh, in the in the uh, early period, they signed Justice Cooper, the six four four that played at Izzard County Consolidated. He he and and Peyton played together in the spring and summer. This past year, they started off with Woods Elite on the Nike EYBL circuit. They ended up on a team out of Russellville called Team Cooper that was an independent team, and it was a really good team. And uh, later in the summer in July, they played in one of the Adidas events and upset some higher-level teams. Uh, I, I was at one of those games when Peyton Brown, it seemed like I can't remember exactly what he finished with, 40-plus in a game. Uh, but between Justice Cooper and Peyton Brown, Fort, uh, uh, UA Fort Smith has picked up two really good players. Uh, guys that are, you know, arguably Division One mid-major players uh, that'll be, uh, you know, playing for Fort Smith. So I think it's a great pickup for them. And look for Peyton Brown to continue to score, to get buckets. I mean, he's a guy that you could put in the same, you know, you know, same breath and conversation with guys like a Dusty Hannas and guys that were maybe a little undersized, not the most athletic guys, but could just go go score. And um, you know, Peyton Brown's a guy that uh, I've been, I've enjoyed covering on the high school level, and can't wait to see what he does in college. Uh, you may not have the answer to this, Kev, but this is from our Keith Lee Service Company Live Fan Feedback. I hear the music. Bill, uh, why did the NCAA move so quickly with James Wiseman and Memphis but did nothing about the coaches and schools involved in the FBI-slash-AAU scandal? Boy, it's a great question. Only the NCAA knows what its motives are, but things don't always add up, do they? All right, Kevin, we will talk with you on Friday. It's Kevin McPherson, Arkansas Hoop Scoop. Up next, trade video of hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Records.